What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place, and I'm happy that you're here. So let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys to give me an idea for finding coordinates in Minecraft without using the debug screen. For those of you who don't know what the debug screen is, if you're playing Java, at least, um, you can access it by pressing F3 on your keyboard, and it shows you a bunch of information that you don't need to know, but the coordinates are actually really, really helpful to find, especially for me, who is very directionally challenged and gets lost very easily. So here's what you guys had to say. NRG Turtle says, right click with a compass to show chords. Voizo says coordinate compass. You put coordinates into it and it leads you to it. It's crafted with a compass and four redstone blocks. Actually kind of a cool idea. Bella says the searchers, if you place one of them down, you would be able to tell what the coordinates of that specific searcher was. And you would also be able to tell the coordinates of where you are. Doc Seeger says maps could show chords if you right clicked. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Doc. James J says the Atlas. Back in the Legacy edition of Minecraft, maps used to have your coordinates on the top of them. The Atlas would be one huge map, and the top of them would display your coordinates. 970LO, <laughs> I hope I got that right, says a special type of map, but coordinates instead of the ground. Avocado says a copper compass that tells you the coordinates of your location. And the Potato Mancer says the Redstone Tracker. It would be linked to a player telling you where they are, their health points, and the potion effects. Interesting idea. Well, guys, thank you so much for those ideas. And if you want to take part in an upcoming Q&A segment, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many as I can in an upcoming episode. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So let's get into the main discussion of this episode. We are continuing our larger discussion on Minecraft Snapshot 23W31A that was released just a little while ago. Um, Maybe by the time this episode comes out, there will have been a new snapshot. I don't know. We'll have to see because I'm recording this a bit in advance. But we're going to be talking about the Wandering Trader changes. If you want to know all of the other changes that came in this snapshot, you can either listen to my previous two episodes or you can go to the link in the description of this episode and find the full article there on Minecraft.net. So let's talk about the Wandering Trader changes changes. Now, uh, according to the post, some players felt that the Wandering Trader had unfair prices and didn't sell many useful items. We have lowered their prices, added more trades, and increased the amounts available. The Wandering Trader, now get this, this is really cool. 
The wandering trader will also now buy useful items from players, so it's possible to help them on their journey by giving them supplies even if you don't feel like buying anything. Very interesting idea. They continue, wandering traders now have lower prices and have a higher amount of each item in stock. Wandering traders now sell logs, and wandering traders can now buy many items instead of only selling. Um, and they have a chart here that kind of details the changes. Um, wandering trader has now a chance of buying these items, and those items are that you can actually sell to the wandering trader for an emeralds, which is pretty awesome. You have uh, one trade available for... Uh, water bottles, one trade for water buckets, uh, milk buckets, fermented spider eye, baked potato, and hay bale. And all of these have varying amounts with various uh, prices attached to them. Very cool. The wandering trader now has a chance of selling these items, uh, logs of any type, up to eight amounts of them. Uh, an iron and an enchanted iron pickaxe, which is a really really good trade from a laundering trader, and a potion of invisibility. Uh, the prices and amounts of the existing trades have also been adjusted. So the wandering trader is a bit more awesome now. The wandering trader was kind of an annoyance in the past; didn't really have anything to offer the player of any real use, um, except for occasionally maybe getting something good. But now there's a bit more going on with the wandering trader. So here are my thoughts. Uh, again, just like the, the librarian trades changes, uh, great lore detail here. Helping the trader on their journey by selling them useful items. Uh, of course, we see the wandering trader using um, potions of invisibility to turn invisible during the night. But they also use milk buckets to, to become invisible again. So they get milk buckets from us. By, by us selling them those things. Hay bales for their llamas. That's really cool detail. You have um, the baked potato. I'm assuming that they eat the baked potato. It's just a really cool lore detail going on here. So now we know the diet, <laughs> basically, of the wandering trader, what they eat on their journey. So traders definitely are more likely to be useful since we can sell items to them for emeralds. Um, we've all been in those situations where, of course, we would like more emeralds. Maybe we don't have a really good villager trading hall or villager trading system built. So emeralds, anyway, you can get them. Pretty good thing. And now we have one more way of getting them from the wandering trader. Now, I do think that they could be further improved. I personally like the idea of new decorative blocks that can only be received from the wandering trader. I'm thinking sub block sized blocks some mini blocks things like that that way traders would still be exciting for players who are in the end game and have everything um and they and traders aren't just an alternate way to get a piece of gear that you could just craft otherwise so there's things that are exclusive to the wandering trader that you can only get from them even in the end game and that they're still interesting maybe because they don't have a function attached to them they're just visual stuff just aesthetic it would still be fun to get them in the end game i don't know might be interesting so that'll bring us to the end of this episode guys let me know what your thoughts and ideas are by sending them to me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com as always guys until next episode keep digging straight down i'll see you at bedrock